Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now we get into it. Some postseason basketball is almost upon us. Eric Naiman, the Athletic, the Milwaukee Bucks basketball insider, joining us uh, on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Uh, Eric, how you doing, man? I'm great. How are you? So I'm doing well, but uh, I haven't got a call yet because as far as I know, nobody's playing tonight, right? <laughs> Everybody's yeah, out. Much. Uh, that's that's about right. There there's not really a lot of guys that are going to be out there on the floor tonight for the Bucks. Uh, I I do have to say I'm I'm a little bit surprised by two of the names on that list. Uh, I mean I think when you when you look at Malcolm Brogdon and Paul Gasol and Nikola Mirotic and Tony Snell, like none of those are really a surprise. Dante DiVincenzo as well. Um, but for me, I, I was kind of surprised to the injury report last night with Brooke Lopez on it and uh, again Brooke Lopez is just uh, it's a rest load management kind of thing and with him like that tonight would have been 82 of 82 and that I mean it doesn't he doesn't have like a contract bonus or, or anything for that but you know that is something players like to say right like you know I was there for all 82 I was an Iron Man like you can count on me and I'm sure when it comes to negotiations this summer, everyone can see that, you know, he, he had 81 of 82 and he had 81 of 82 because he sat the last one. But I would have thought that even if you do want to get him a rest, that, you know, you still have him just come into the game, get 82 of 82, and then, you know, that's something that he can put on his resume going forward. And, you know, that's just something players take pride in, like being there every night for your team and, uh, even though 82 has an asterisk on it that, you know, Brooke knows he could have gone in 82, uh, he still didn't. So uh, I was kind of surprised to see them take it from him. And then with Giannis, um, you know, I, it, he's listed as cap soreness and load management. And with him, I, I guess the thing that surprises me, and again, like Bucks fans pretty much said, like, you know, from the moment that they clinched the, the number one overall seed in home court throughout the playoffs, like sit them bubble wrap them don't play them the the rest of the season and you know I just never really subscribed to that because Giannis is so obsessive about his rhythm and he's he's just someone that like if if he doesn't play for two days like even if that's just what the schedule says say they have a, a Monday game off day Tuesday practice Wednesday game on Thursday he'll complain after the game that you know he didn't have a great rhythm that he you know he didn't feel like himself because you know, they had those two days off in between. And, uh, I mean, this is going to be a week. Like, if Sunday was the last time that they played, they're not going to play again until Saturday or Sunday. We'll, we'll know more about the playoff schedule tonight. But for now, like, it's going to be a week between games. And I, I just imagine him, you know, really trying to push through. And maybe the Bucks saying, okay, we can do the same thing that we did on Sunday where – you know, he played 25 minutes. It was a cruise control type game. Uh, they got their 60th win, and, you know, he got out with, without any injuries. But I would guess the ultimate concern is that Giannis can't really help himself <laughs> once he gets out on the floor. Uh, you think of the game on Sunday, and he has this crazy chase down block. And, well, on a chase down block, there's 
you know, the chance that you fly up through the air, you you hit your head on the backboard, you hit your hand on the backboard, mm-hmm. you hit, um, you, you land on the guy's shot that you blocked, you land on a photographer on the baseline, you run into the stanchion. Like, there's just a million things that could go wrong there. And, you know, I, I think ultimately they probably were just thinking, you know, we got to save Giannis from himself because he, he just does, he, he's got one speed. Like, he's right. got one gear, and, and it's all he knows. Uh, who do they match up best and worst against when it comes to Orlando, Detroit, and Charlotte? Uh, probably worst against Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte has used some small ball lineups against them this year, and, you know, it's kind of given them some fits. And uh, I have an article about, you know, ways to beat the Bucks coming out a little bit later today over at The Athletic, but that's one of the ways I list, and I use a lot of Charlotte Hornets uh, clips in that article because, you know, you can just kind of see when – teams go small against Giannis that means that all those smaller guys can be a little bit more physical because officials are going to give them that leeway uh they're going to let them be a little bit handsy and then also they're going to flop right like you you gotta you got a hulk coming down the lane well you know if if you're smaller than him you fall over maybe you'll get some calls and the the Hornets have put him in trouble in that way uh, a couple times this year so the Hornets are probably who they match up against worst, and uh, I would say best is probably Detroit. Detroit just hasn't had anything for the Bucks really this entire year. They they've just don't really, you know, at, at least with Orlando. Like, Orlando's playing a lot better as of late, but, I mean, with with the Pistons, there's just not a lot there that really challenges the Bucks. You know, some teams are really going to be uh, in a bind covering Blake Griffin, but the Bucks aren't one of them. Like, they, they, they can just kind of handle that and, and handle their business. So I would say that's probably the best matchup for them. Worst is Charlotte. But, you know, as I've told Bucks fans now for probably going on about a month, uh, I'm not expecting more than five games in the first round, no matter who they play. But which, whichever of those three teams they get, you know, maybe they uh, just have a, a bad shooting night or something on the road. But uh, that they should make pretty quick work of their first-round opponent. So uh, I got to ask you because the stunning news came out yesterday. Even though it has nothing to do with the Bucks, uh, you've got Magic Johnson stepping away from the Lakers, and I'm sure there was a huge buzz throughout the NBA because nobody really saw this coming. In that essence, is this a LeBron screwing it up type of thing, where he just uh, overplayed his overplayed his hands and and Magic Johnson just said enough. I I, I made a huge mistake in bringing this guy here, or is this just uh, something that may, maybe somebody saw coming? Certainly no one saw it coming. And, I mean, that that's, the, that's the, the strangest thing, is that in the NBA, there's never anything that no one sees coming. They're, they're, no matter what happens, you know, there's always a whisper. Like so, someone, you know, had heard something, and, you know, you, you can talk to guys from other towns, and, you know, like there's always whispers. But there was none of that with, with, this, with this situation. And to me, I don't really – Personally, I don't feel like it really has anything to do with uh, LeBron, you know, reading a bunch of stuff at the at the Athletic from Bill Oram out in L.A. Like, to me, this was Magic Johnson not being happy with the fact that he can no longer be Magic Johnson. It, he, he, loves, like, he loves being Magic. Obviously, we know the gregarious personality that he has and, you know, just like the, the overall human he is and – he likes being able to, you know, just talk basketball with people. Like he cited, you know, Dwayne Wade was retiring, uh, or it was going to be Dwayne Wade's last game last night, and he couldn't be there. And he was like, I would love to be there. Like that's mm-hmm. something I would love to do. And you know, I, I just think he takes his 
his role as ambassador of basketball, of the league, uh, of just everything so seriously that for him not to be able to do it is just like, you know, he's not the same person. Like he, he had to really commit to this job and it was just something that he had really very little interest in. Uh, that's it. Uh, unfortunately, we're out of time because I'm looking down. I'm thinking to myself, I got about 10 more questions, but I don't have enough time to do it. Hey, real quick before I let you go, uh, do we really expect Brogdon to be back in the second round? And at what point do we see Miritich make an appearance? I think Miritich and Snell will be back for the first round. Um, I don't think anyone in the organization is all that worried about them uh, being back for that. I think Brogdon is back in the second round, but you know, I think what's still in the air, and Malcolm looks really good when you see him walk around uh, the locker room, walk around, you know, the bowels of Pfizer form. Like, you kind of just see him there, and you're like, okay, yeah, like, he he doesn't look like he did two weeks ago. He's obviously not in a boot or anything. Like, he, he's starting to look more and more like normal. But I, I think ultimately the, the thing that we're going to find out more in the next couple of weeks is once they start to ramp him up, how does his foot react to it? Is he ready to go at the start of that series? the middle of the series, or the end of that series. I think second round is still where it'll be. It's just a matter of which game of round two he will come back for. Always good, my friend. We certainly appreciate it, and we'll talk again next week, okay? I look forward to it. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Talk to you soon. Eric Name of The Athletic. Read his stuff there. He covers the Milwaukee Bucks uh, like a blanket, and we appreciate him joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. I've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.